we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 10th, 2018. And today I have a really awesome, cool, hopefully will be very, 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 very uplifting. Probably the most uplifting study I've ever done in a lot of different ways because we're going to be looking at a lot of the positive things that are going on regarding this battle that we're in. Um, just being a Christian and regarding really keying in on a lot of the globalists, a lot of the things that they're doing are failing despite pouring billions into programs. The pedophilia, uh, child sex trafficking issue is also being more increasingly exposed. We're going to be looking at that in depth. Really exciting things going on right now in the Tucson, Arizona area. Uh, man, I could hardly go to sleep last night. I was so excited about doing the study. And, you know, I'm starting right now at 6.51 p.m. my time on a Sunday because I've, you know, I had the study all done last night and then I got up and now I've just been adding, adding, adding. I have no idea how long this is going to take to get through. It's about a 17-page PDF. But, um... There's a lot of other people on different parts of the planet that are, are busting their you-know-what to get out truth and to liberate uh, little children and child sex trafficking victims and just try to get the truth out, acting like, in, in a lot of different regards, real Christians. And I don't see a lot of that in today's day and age. I don't see very much of it with the 501c3 corporate church of america <clears throat> not saying it doesn't exist but i don't see a lot of it out there and um <clears throat> that's what we're going to be looking at today in depth should be one of the most positive studies i've ever done and hopefully it will uplift you and um man this is just exciting stuff so first thing we're going to do just do a, a short uh just go over some Bible verses here, and Psalm 35, and, and this is one of the, um, this psalm is, and I'm not even going to get in, I'm only going to go up to verse 9, but it's one of the main portions of scripture, this group that we're going to be looking at at the end, I've put out several emails on them lately, veterans on patrol in this Tucson area, it's one of the main groups of bible verses that they're relying on for god to deal with wicked because there's a lot of wicked people in the world and i, I think more now than <clears throat> probably since like noah's day i think you'd, it'd be very comparable and, and jesus said as it was in the days of the coming of the son of man which we're right on the, the cusp of whether you're pre-trib post-trib mid-trib pre-wrath whatever uh <clears throat> you could still classify that all in right before the coming of the Son of Man, as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And Noah was the most wicked time the world's really ever known. So much so that God had to just destroy everything and start over. <clears throat> so, Psalm 35, verse 1 says, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them, with them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. So if you're having... Um, you know, struggles in life, if, if the wicked are bearing down on you, and, 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 you know, you could say, well, yeah, I don't really think they are, but what if you're battling something like depression? What if you're battling something like, that's just totally, um, 
<clears throat> seemingly some type of mental issue. There's a gigantic... It, it, it's it's almost a foregone conclusion that there's some kind of demonic component to that. Because it's not of God, you know. I mean, God can chastise you. Yeah, true. And maybe you are depressed because of that chastisement. Maybe you need, and maybe God's doing it for that reason. But there may be a demonic component regarding that whole issue that you're bringing on yourself. You know, and I, I'm not saying that to to be mean. I'm just saying that you know I've been in that boat as well. I've I've been in a God's chastisement. I talked about that last teaching, quite a bit, <clears throat> and you reap what you sow. But there's typically demonic components to things that we battle, and I I think I'm re, I'm realizing that more and more and more every day I live, and this is just a great. Uh, portion of scripture where you know you can recite this in faith regarding god fighting this battle regard regarding god dealing with your i mean honestly if you're supporting a righteous ministry if you're even if you're even if you're not in like per se ministry okay you're part of the body of christ and no part is more important than the other can can the eye say to the finger to part of me i have no need of you you might be giving um prayer you might be a prayer warrior and in intercessory type of of you're you're an enemy of satan you might be giving maybe more uh financial uh things to ministries in order to keep them going keep them in the fight okay you're an enemy of satan you're going to be targeted anything you're doing of a righteous nature is going to bring you into the crosshairs of satan and his demons his devils his, and so they're going to try to stop you which is what's going on right now in, in this Tucson, Arizona thing, as we're going to be looking into. All this pedophilia cover-up that we're seeing, and the people that are actually trying to cover up, which is really becoming more and more increasingly disturbing to me, as we're going to see a couple people today that supposedly are um, fighting the good fight in order to... Um, make sure that you know the child sex trafficking stops, and the pedophilia stops, and yet doesn't seem like they're actually doing that in fact it seems like they're doing the exact opposite i'm going to get into that later two very well-known organizations out there which is just beyond disgusting to me that this is actually going on but you know what i would i would much rather know that they're actually on satan's team or at least partially on satan's team of course you can't serve two masters you've either got to you know, bow the knee to God or bow the knee to Baal. So I don't see, you know, it's not like you can partially. But it appears as though two major organizations that are supposedly on the spear tip, tip of the spear, are actually controlled opposition. Meaning they're only going to take it so far. They're going to act like, and they're going to say, send me your money and, 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 and do all this other stuff in in occupy you with a certain level of things that are going to make you feel all warm and fuzzy but in the end they're just part of the problem in the end they're just part of the cover-up in the end they're actually serving the other side to a certain extent i i hope it's not fully maybe they're being blackmailed maybe they've maybe they are you know been compromised i don't know not saying we shouldn't pray about it pray for them let me get into that later <clears throat> 
Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chafed before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Now, ultimately, you, you pray a prayer like this, and this falls under the classification of Psalm 64. So that hopefully the wicked, wicked don't prosper in their wickedness. So that hopefully the wicked get a wake-up call. Let's say they're not truly... They're, because the Bible says the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. The Bible talks about the wheat and the tares. As far as I know, there's nothing that a tear, a weed, can do to change into wheat. The Bible talks about in Jude where these were men of old, men of renown, men that were ordained under this condemnation. They were ordained. They were almost like they were born. They're, and then the Bible also goes on to talk about in the New Testament that these are vessels of wrath, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. God created all things for, for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of destruction. Now, that's hard to comprehend. But they're the children of the wicked, children of the righteous. I believe most of the children of the righteous are, are, are so many of them are blinded. Or they're, they're in bondage. They're being held captive by Satan. And they're, they're not able to, to walk out in, in whatever God maybe has called them to do. Maybe because it's sin in their life. Maybe because it's generational curses. Things of this nature. Um, they made wrong decisions in life which have pigeonholed them. I, I've, I've been there. <laughs> you know. Uh, not judging. Not judging whatsoever. I'd like. I just really love to see all my listeners be able to break out from that paradigm, break out from that demonic bondage, where they're not hindered, where they're free to go and do what God's called them to do, whatever that may be. Everybody has a, a different calling, and um, I mean, I guess yeah, certain people can have the same calling, but it's a different way God's going to work it out in their individual lives. And everybody has different levels of faith. God has appointed every man. A portion of faith and the gifts and callings of God are without repentance there's a lot of Bible verses that, that I mean talk about these types of things I would just love to see the body of Christ freed to go do what God's calling them to do and what's going on in Arizona to me is really while I'm not saying they're perfect in, by any stretch of the imagination. Neither am I. It reminds me of that. being just, just laying all aside all the weights that so easily beset us. Just laying all that aside, dropping it all for God, and just doing it. Getting it done, whatever it is, whatever it takes, and having total faith in God that he's going to get it done having total faith that he's going to protect you, supply all your needs, all the, I mean, this is, this is radical faith, if, if you ask me. It's walking out. And I look at how God's blessing it, pretty hard to argue with what I'm seeing. I've been watching this thing now ever since it broke. And it was, 
and I don't even want to get in f too far into it, but I almost found it by accident. How when all this stuff started, it was at the very, very beginning. I found it by accident because I was checking before it's news, and, and I, it came up under the recent news, most recent news posts. It was like two in the morning, and those are the ones that cycle off super quick. And I just have to look at them, like, what is this? And I'll tell you more about it later. But man, I am so fired up over this. This I. I, I hope you guys are all is fired up when you hear this and then when you maybe start following what they're doing down there and the accountability they're having and um, the transparency. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. And, and what a righteous, unbelievable cause it is. Wow. Anyway. Let them be as chafed before the wind and let the angel of the angel of the lord chase them let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the lord persecute them for they for without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit which without cause they have digged for my soul let destruction come upon him at unawares and let his net that he hath that he hath hid catch himself into that very destruction let him fall and I think we can all agree that child sex traffickers, these coyotes coming up from Mexico and Central America that are taking advantage of all of these um, illegal aliens coming up, they're the worst of the worst. They're raping the women, they're raping the children, they're killing, stealing, pillaging, raping, they're kidnapping, they're holding for ransom their children so much of the time saying, okay, you got to, you know, come up with, you know, $40,000, either you got to work it off, you know, if you're a woman as a prostitute, um, they're selling the children to probably a lot of our elitist pedophiles, they're, they're um, in particular with the men, they're, they're doing a lot of the um, ransom stuff, kidnapping, okay, we've got your kids, now you better go come up with 40000 or whatever, and the clock's ticking, and interest is occurring, and this type, of, they're blackmailing them. It's just beyond sick, wicked, evil what they're doing. And um, I, I, you know me, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Um, let's let all the illegal aliens in. But they are people... Their lives are precious in God's sight. And um, that all can be sorted out later, all that logistically. But women, children, what's going on there, those people need to be helped. And this is all part of a larger thing anyway. This is all part of a, of a, of a pipeline to get women and children up here for our pedophiles, for our elite sick sex trafficking whether they're women teenagers little children that type of stuff it's all connected so it's it's good it's just such a way bigger subject than just the illegal alien aspect of it it's a pipeline that's being protected on purpose it's exactly why this the the house and the senate won't will just resist every single thing to try to get this wall built because they don't want because they're all in on it. They're the majority of them are all pedophiles. And they've got nice big long sex tapes on them where maybe they didn't even start out that way, but in order to get to their position or whatever, maybe they were maybe they were drugged up one night and maybe they were, you know, given a small child at some point. I mean, this is how they work it. 
It's incremental. Maybe they didn't even start out that way. But in order to get to that point where they're at now, they've been so blackmailed to the hilt. So see, you can't rely on that type of system to do anything, to change anything. The only one that's going to change it is the Lord Jesus Christ intervening in this and getting those corrupt devils out of there, exposing them, a reset of sorts. Because we can't rely on, on, this, on this system that's in place now. They're, they're hopelessly corrupt, evil, wicked, demon-possessed vessels of Satan. And that's what we're looking at today. Last verse then, verse 9 says, um, And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. So when, you know, it's just a good set of verses regarding our enemies. Now, we should pray for enemies, if it be possible. I pray their souls be saved, if it be possible. But if they're truly a wicked vessel of Satan, vessel of wrath fitted prepared ahead of time for god's destruction there's nothing that that you're going to do or anyone else is going to do but see that's god's business too i I don't know who are and who aren't you know god's going to have to sort all that out and that's why i would say those that can be saved i pray they would be because i don't want to see anybody go to hell i don't i don't First report, George Soros complains, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Now, this is the tip of the spear for evil. This is the tip of the public face of evil. I'm not saying he's the most powerful person on the planet. That would be um, Rothschild and the main, main Rothschild that is the um, the one that is the very, very highest level of food chain of the Illuminati is referred to as the Pindar. Which, if you don't know, means phallus of the dragon. I'm trying to put it in as nice of a terms as I can now. There's, I'm going to be getting into some stuff today that, that um, you know, you may not want to have children, you know, kind of parental discretion is advised, especially when we're going to get into some of these audios that we're going to be playing. I couldn't edit out every single cuss word. I just... I, I'm so flooded with stuff right now, so overwhelmed, I can only do so much on that end. So I'm just giving you that proviso. That's not going to come until later. Um, but um, I'm trying to get this information out, and, and it's I'm being flooded with it. And it's, it's, it's just like a full-time job just to do that. So, um, but George Soros is at a very, very high level. He's a billionaire investor. And uh, and liberal donor, it says here, that sat in his hotel suite, Nazi collaborator, was the one on the 60 Minutes interview that when he was asked, and this is up there, I I just saw it the other day again, uh, 60 Minutes interview, and they were like, well, when you were were a child and and you were were asked to be a Nazi collaborator, basically it was like, you know, either you, you, you as a Jew, if you're a Nazi collaborator, we'll, we'll let you, um, uh, live and you'll have all the perks if you work with the nazis turn your own people in and and they were like well that must have bothered you george right i mean that must have bothered you turning your own people in. He, he's like oh no 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 not, not at all not at all then he went he's went on to say in other interviews that those were the best times of his life he said that in interviews i think that was a different interview where he said that when he was working door to door with these Nazis going and getting his uh, fellow 
uh, Jews and turning them over to the Nazis so they could go to the death camps. This is the type of monster we're dealing with with George Soros. He is a vessel of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. It's probably the, one of the greatest examples I've ever seen. Because even as a child, there was no redeeming quality whatsoever. He was a traitorous, lying maggot from the very beginning. George Soros, the billionaire investor and liberal donor, said in his hotel suite by Lake Zurich last week, lamenting the turn much of the world has taken in recent years. Lamenting. He says, quote, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if George Soros is saying that, something good must be happening. Because we know every single agenda of George Soros is, is absolutely wicked and evil. His favorite presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton, lost to President Donald Trump, whose America First platform runs counter to the globalism Soros embraces. Now, you, again, I've told you I'm going to give Trump credit when he does good things and I'm, I'm going to expose him when he does bad things i think i've stayed true to that ever since before he got in office and afterward i think i've stayed true to that i haven't just been you know a never trumper and i've also not been you know just anti-trump 100 percent of the time okay um so i'm going to continue with that line of uh, that 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 promise that i made today as well i'm not going to vary from it Trump, he said, is willing to destroy the world. When the reality is, is George Soros would, would, is doing everything he can to literally destroy the world. And this fork-tongued maggot accuses other people like Trump of doing the very thing that he is desperately trying to do because he is of his father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, he will do. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's what George Soros is all about. The European Union, which Soros once hoped would be so successful uh, that he could end his charitable work in the region, is contending with impending loss of Britain and the rise of the anti-immigrants. Oh, why would they be anti-Muslim invader, rape, pillage, grooming gang? Why would they? Why would they not all want that? It's given England, Britain, and, and the UK so much cultural enrichment. They're just spreading their culture of rape, killing, stealing lying pedophilia what what's not to like about that now remember i had read you that quote earlier about what and i'm talking about a large sect of the um and this is a rabbi's quote on that teaching i did on south africa where it said they do not believe their messiah whom they're waiting for now who are the jews gonna think there's their messiah is they rejected the first one, Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that this isn't a demonized Jew thing either. I'm saying from a biblical standpoint, they are going to accept the Antichrist as their coming awaited Messiah. How could we not all agree on that? When Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation talked about in the book of Daniel committed, well, what's that? It's when the Antichrist goes into the into the temple, the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem, and proclaims himself to be God in the holiest of holies. When you see that committed, that's when the great tribulation, the, the second part of the uh, three and a half year, uh, the uh, seven year tribulation, the second part of it, the three and a half years, the great tribulation, that's when that starts. When the abomination of desolation is committed. 
they're going to accept the Antichrist as their coming awaited Savior. Now, there's going to come a time near the end, according to the book of Zechariah, where they're going to look upon the one whom they pierced, meaning Jesus Christ, and mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son. But it says in that a little bit further down in Zechariah, I think it's in Zechariah 12 or 13 in that area, um, that one third of the um, two-thirds of the Jews are going to die. But one-third is going to be tried as silver is tried in, a, in the furnace of earth and brought through that fire and purified. And those are the ones that are going to have their eyes collectively opened and understand that, that they rejected Jesus Christ collectively. And that's why it says when all of Israel will be saved. That's the, the remaining part of Israel that's going to be saved. Blindness, blindness in part, according to the Bible... In Romans, blindness in part has happened to Israel collectively until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. So the emphasis went over to the Gentiles in the apostles' days when they were going, and um, it stayed with the Gentiles from a salvation standpoint for a long time. Collectively, Israel has been blinded for a long time. It says blindness in part, though. It doesn't mean that it, that, that Israel can't be saved, or, or but it's just not... There's not a lot of them, a lot of them that are at this point, but there's going to come a day when they're they're going to get their eyes opened. Anyway, I got off on a real tangent there. Um, <clears throat> the European Union, which Soros once hoped would be so successful he could end his charitable work in the region, is contending with the impending loss of Britain and the rise of anti-immigrant sentiment. Oh, I was gonna, I said all to say this because those rabbis believe. And I gave you the quote from the rabbi that on that white people in general and Christianity needs to be destroyed before their Messiah can come. That's what they're taught. That's what their um, religious books, Talmud, Kabbalah, at the at the highest levels of. of Jewish witchcraft. That's what they're being, that's what they believe. So this is why people like George Soros, which has everything to do with flooding Europe, the UK, and America with Muslims, with illegal aliens, creating as much racial tension as possible between blacks and whites, Hispanics and whites. The white population is the target. You look at what's going on in South Africa. The synagogue of Satan Jews do have their hoof prints all over this. Now, I'm not saying all Jews. I'm saying the synagogue of Satan. Guys like George Soros. They are doing everything they can do. I've documented this over and over again. They are at the spear tip of what's going on with the Muslim invasion in particular. With keeping the borders open. With bringing more Muslims into predominantly white countries. Because they want to destroy the white race. They want to destroy Christianity. Which, you know, even though I know that you could call it a luke, lukewarm version, they want to make sure it's all destroyed in a lot of those places. They want to put the final nail in the coffin. It's very important for them to do that because they believe unless they do that, their Messiah is not going to come. It's why they're doing it. It's the emphasis, it's the impetus behind why they're going so far another way to bring these Muslims in, to, quote, breed 
the white populations out of existence. Don't believe it. Just can't South Africa and see the teaching I just did. It's from them. It's not from me. I'm not going to apologize for something these synagogue of Satan Jews are doing. And again, I'm not lumping them all into that boat. I'm saying the ones at the top, the ones that are really into the Kabbalah in the Talmud, which, I mean, the Talmud says such things about Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't even repeat them on air. It's so disgusting. It's so evil. It's so wicked. I mean, I mean, just things you, you can't even comprehend. I wouldn't even want to put it in your mind. Now, I did do a study on it. If you want to hear it, it's Key and Talmud at the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Um, and um, I have done that. So if you want to know about that, you can avail yourself to that. Um, just prepare yourself. There's some, I'm going to quote right from their, their Kabbalah and the Talmud. Quote right from it. Not my stuff. So it is a very agenda-driven thing by the synagogue of Satan. And the synagogue of Satan is our own, do operate the, the primary bloodline families in the Illuminati. Okay, Again, I'm not going to throw all the Jews out. I'm not going to throw the baby out of the bathwater. The Bible says, if ye be Christ, ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Okay, so um, some people get jealous of the, the, the Jewish race and stuff like that. And, and I'm like, yeah, but I said, the Bible says, if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed, the father of the Jewish race, the father of Israel, and heirs according to the promise. There's no, there's no, why would you, I mean, they're blinded. They're in a disadvantaged position right now. They've been blinded to the truth collectively because why? Because when they said, give us Barabbas, when, when um, they were offered the opportunity to either free Jesus or free Barabbas at the right before the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, when they were given that opportunity, they said, give us Barabbas, the murderer, let his blood be upon us and our children. They brought a collective curse on themselves all the way to this day. Because you reap what you sow. Collectively, they rejected Jesus Christ. Corporately. Now, obviously, the apostles didn't do that. And obviously, those Jews that were saved after that. So, again, blindness in part has happened to Israel. Until the fullness of the Gentile come in. So, it's you have to really be biblically balanced when you're looking at that subject because there's certain people that go one way totally i mean there's john hagee that believes that jews don't need to be evangelized because you know of their jewish blood and they're basically it's called ethnic salvation they're saved just because they're jews that's not true at all that's a lie for the pit of hell and then there's those that, that hate the jews so much they're literally by default on the side of the muslims and say oh the poor muslims they're so persecuted and oh look at all they do and all the stuff going on in palestine and, the jews. and i'm like i'm like looking at what's going on down there I'm, I'm, I'm like seeing firsthand accounts of what's really going on down there and i'm like the muslims are absolutely relentless in their evil they do every wicked evil sick twisted thing to try to blame stuff on the jews they're flying now what they're doing is they're putting up what they call incendiary kites in the skies over the border regions and letting them go and they're they're coming down on the fields where um uh the jews have like crops and stuff and burning up all of their crops they're they're wicked they're evil does that not does that mean that i love all the the uh highest level of of um of jews and stuff in the the synagogue of satan controlling israel like with the Rothschilds? No, it doesn't mean that at all. 
But I really think you got to look at this with a balanced eye when you look at Israel. Very important. Um, if you want to know more about that, key in um, Jewish afflictions in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It's like the reason, the biblical reasons for uh, Israel or the Jews' afflictions. And I just go through it. And it's not any anti-Israel. It's biblical. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Why are things the way they are? This dude, Soros, is a total vessel of Satan. Synagogue of Satan, Jew. The, the Bible talks about. They that call themselves Jews, but they're of the synagogue of Satan. That's him. Pure evil. On two legs. So, um... And Soros himself has emerged as a political target in the elections from Hungary to California, where his donations have been used as a cudgel against the causes he supports. And I, I, I really think that, too, the body of Christ praying specifically against guys like this, against the, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, and anybody in wicked high-level politics that you see doing wickedness and evil, like Hillary Clinton, like the Bushes, like Dick Cheney, um, uh, like the Podesta brothers, like the Obamas, all and all of these other maggots that are they're in the highest levels of government that are pushing the most radical, specifically if you feel led, praying regarding them. You know, like Psalm 35. I think the more specific we are with our prayers, I, I think God likes that. He likes specificity. You know, like you could play this general prayer about whatever. And I'm not saying that's not bad. I just think that if you're really trying to key in on something specifically, it's like using a laser as compared to a shotgun approach. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times to use a shotgun approach. But if you see somebody specifically hindering a specific thing that needs to be dealt with, I think specific prayer is good in that particular instance. Um, something like Psalm 35 and Psalm 64. And then you've got Psalm 91 regarding like protection. Psalm 64 is both protection and um, judging the wicked. It's kind of a combination of both. And a lot of these prayers are, a lot of the Psalms are combination prayers. Um, these are weapons at our disposal. And I just think we need to be taking more advantage of them. So, uh, myself included. Soros, who plans to spend at least $15 million in the 2018 races upcoming, has already faced setbacks this cycle. Now, the Democrats are already saying that if they get into office, if they can get control, I believe, of the House and Senate, they're the first thing they're doing, and that's the platform they're running on, is impeaching Trump. That's, the, oh, that's their only platform now, pretty much. We need to get control of the House and the Senate all the rabid liberals and, and uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgenders and, and the Planned Parenthood crowd and the pro-open borders crowd, <coughs> pro-pornography crowd, pro, um, you know, whatever wicked thing you can imagination, imagine in your mind. The liberal millennial snowflakes, not all of them, but obviously the majority of them. All they care about is impeaching Trump. That's all that matters to them. They just want to, inherently, because they're controlled by their father, the devil, they just want to get somebody in there like Hillary Clinton that is going to just be overtly evil and overtly destroy the country because the sooner that happens, the better. 
That's all that matters. That's that's that. It's it's got to that point now. And again, I'm not saying that because I think Trump's perfect. But it's not my imagination that they've been just just trying to destroy this guy from you know way before he got elected to up until now. And the mainstream media is totally aligned against him. Now he's done a lot of boneheaded garbage, and I've pointed all that out as well. Um, and so I've tried again. I've tried to have balance in this whole thing. So going forward, um, his bid to replace several district attorneys in California with challengers seeking changes to the criminal justice system was largely unsuccessful in Tuesday's elections. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He even said, quote, we ran into a brick wall in California, he said. His New York-based Open Society Foundations now spends $940 million a year in 100 countries. Could you imagine being able to spend $940 million a year on just pure wickedness and evil? Can you imagine the white-hot hellfire this guy's got awaiting him on the other side? And then the lake of fire? No, you can't. You, none of us can. I wouldn't want to even try. Uh, but verily, he's going to have a, half his reward. And, and I pray the sooner the better. Because this guy's nothing but pure evil. Yes, if it be possible, I pray his soul gets... I, I, I don't believe with somebody like this, it is. He's never been anything but a vessel of Satan. A tree is known by its fruit. You know. But if it be possible, sure. I, you know, I pray he gets saved. Just on paper, it's very, very highly doubtful, you know. His New York-based Open Society Foundations now spends $940 million a year in 100 countries. In the United States, the Open Society spends $150 million a year financing groups such as the American Civil Liberties Union, which are basically there just to shut up, shut down conservative voices, take away our rights, um, you know, take away uh, the Second Amendment. And also on... He spends this other the part of the 150 million on Planned Parenthood, which is you know the largest baby killer in America, bringing all this innocent blood on our land, defiling the land, filling the land with demons, killing the most innocent among us, an unborn baby in the womb. Womb, it doesn't get more helpless than that. You know, talk about being your most vulnerable. The the womb is the most. Um, uh, worldwide the womb is the most dangerous possible place you can be it is i've the the the, the statistics i've seen worldwide it's like over a hundred thousand uh abortions every day now what now what if you add to that the women on birth control that are having their babies aborted because birth control can act in a abortifactant fashion. What do you mean? It can do. It's one of the mechanisms whereby which it works. It creates a, a environment in the uterus where it's not hospitable for an implanted egg. And that's how an IUD works too. Allows fertilization of an egg. So it allows conception to take place. But it does not allow the implantation of the fertilized egg to happen. So IUDs birth control the pill the patch there's there's uh, then there's then there's the morning after pill those are all abortive those are all abortions those are all the same in god's eyes how is it any different you then you look at that 
and you start to think about the innocent blood crying out from that. You look up how many wombs have been most likely cursed from that. Oh, is it going to bring a blessing on your womb if you're having abortion after abortion? Maybe you're not even aware of it because your doctor never told you. Bible says, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. And because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee and also your children. You're bringing a curse on yourself. Now, maybe you weren't aware of it, but still, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lest Satan get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You know, th these, are, these are things that are very, very valid. You know? 2 Corinthians 2.11. Matthew 24.24 24 says, you know, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Basically, the false, the, um, false prophets that are coming, that are here, the false ministers, the Antichrist, the false prophet himself, in that time of Matthew 24, 24, which is the end times, which Jesus warns about. So, we got to be on guard now more than ever before in any other time. There, there, there's more deception now in this day and time we're living in than any other time in history, bar none. This week, Putin suggested that Soros spending around the Soros's spending around the world resembles the kind of political interference that the U.S. intelligence officials blame on Russia. I'm not saying that Russia's innocent, okay, in, in that regard, but um, he does bring up a good point. Putin goes on to say he he intervenes in things all over the world, but the State Department will tell you it has nothing to do with that. That that this is the personal business of Mr. Soros. Elsewhere in Europe, Soros has come under attack. This year, Viktor Orban, the right-wing prime minister of Hungary, won re-election after ch charging that Soros wanted to flood Europe with Muslim invaders. He does. He wants to flood everywhere with Muslim invaders. Pope's even said recently now that he wants white women to breed with Muslims. He wants to breed the white race out of existence so the Antichrist can come. That's what they believe. I'm not even saying that's in the Bible, but that's what they believe. That's what's motivating their doctrine, the synagogue of Satan, and Christianity. Destroy the white race, destroy Christianity, and then the, and then the Messiah, can, their Messiah can come, the Antichrist. So, you know, Orban said one of his first efforts would be to pass a Stop Soros bill aimed at cracking down on organizations he views as countering his agenda. I'm proud of my enemies, George Soros said. When I look at the enemies I have all over the world, I must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's just such a brilliant statement. It's brilliant, George Soros, brilliant. Your enemies. Righteous people, the righteous, which are your enemies. Yeah, I guess... For, some, for Satan, you're doing something right. So you should be proud of your enemies because you are serving Satan like, I don't know, a better example of anybody probably in the universe serving Satan like you, George Soros. And verily, you have your reward and it's coming. And, and I, you know, the sooner the better. You fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. I do pray if it's possible your soul be saved, but you you really, to me, look like a vessel of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. Sorry, I mean, you know. Tree is known by its fruit. 
George Soros recently lamented the rise of President Trump in anti-establishment parties across the globe, saying everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I love to hear that out of your mouth. I really do. Soros made the comment in an interview with the Washington Post, published Saturday. He also said that he did not expect, did not expect Trump's election, saying, apparently, I was living in my own bubble. Pretty candid statements from, you know, Satan himself. George Soros, his next report, George Soros loses millions in California elections. It's just a little more elaboration on what we just talked about. Money can't buy everything. Just ask New York billionaire and former Nazi collaborator, George Soros, who poured millions of dollars along with other, other donors attempting to buy would-be progressive prosecutors in California. Soros' attempt to reshape California's criminal justice system, I, I guess it's not liberal enough, it's got to be more liberal, so they'll allow more illegal aliens in, unchecked, and more MS-13 gang members in, unchecked. The criminal justice system with far-leaning left candidates on Tuesday midterm election took a decisive hit with most suffering crucial losses. Man, this is great news. Because, you know, just when you think that California, there's no hope out there at all, it's going downhill and going down. And I'm not saying they're not going to. I, I, I do believe God can intervene, though. I mean, the Lord God said, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He did say that in Isaiah or Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah 33.3. 3. Call, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And then I believe we go back a chapter earlier. Um, and just wanting to get all my, my verses right here. Um, behold, I am, thou hast made heaven and earth by thy great power and stretch out arm, and there's nothing too hard for thee. So Jeremiah 32 and 33, where, where you see those verses. So hopefully what we're seeing in California right now is, is a, um, start of, of very, very good things to come. Now that is ground zero for evil. I mean, Satan's got more of a foothold there than any other place in America by far. But the people are getting their eyes open collectively. And um, there is a lot of different people that are trying to push back against this wickedness. But it's not going to happen through... Yes, God expects physical effort, but he also expects people hitting their knees in prayer. And that's what's really going to move the hand of God. And that's their only hope. That's all our all, all of our only hope period that's it so this is very good though george soros attempt to reshape california system the far left leaning candidates uh in tuesday's midterm election took took a decisive hit with the most suffering with most suffering crucial losses excellent praise the lord jesus christ the 87 year old mogul and chairman of the soros fund management is reputed to be worth in excess of 25 billion dollars spending untold millions of support of far-left organizations and radical progressive causes. Excellent news. Next one, Steve Hilton says, Trump's criticism of G7 is unprecedented. 
scream the elite. That's the whole point of Trump. You know you're getting somewhere when your opponents are attacking you in the same way. So President Trump should feel a strong sense of satisfaction with a job well done after leaving the slightly pointless, pointless Group of Seven G7 summit in Canada on Saturday, which was yesterday, for another likely far more consequential summit in Singapore with North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un. The U.S. president's critics are all using identical language in their denunciations of, of his political positions. The complaints from U.S. allies over President Trump's trade policies is that these policies are unprecedented. They say he's undermining the rules-based international order. Oh, he's not going along with the New World Order. So they don't like it. Everything he went down there and said, evidently, I, he, to a certain point, he read him the riot act, these, these other, in the G7 meeting, and they couldn't refute anything he was saying. He, he, like he went to Canada's Trudeau, that devil. You see that video that just came out with him where he was, I think it was talking, I don't know if it was yesterday, and his eyebrows were falling off. They're like, he's, he has fake eyebrows. Who does that? <laughs> I mean, who does that? Really? Fake eyebrows on a guy. I mean, that guy is one of the most wicked, evil devils on the planet. Every liberal, evil, wicked, sick agenda, he's for it. Trudeau from Canada. His dad was also a high-level pedophile. Glenn Kennedy just released a video on that. Going way back, okay? Pure wickedness. He's like, you're, you're hitting our dairy farmers with like 290% tariffs on our dairy. And, and you're, you're basically raping our country with all of these tariffs. And that I'm, but I'm just supposed to sit back as the representative of America and take all this and let you rape and pillage our country on all these different levels. What are we getting in return? And he was right. They couldn't refute anything he was saying. They just said, you're not going along with the international order. And what you're doing is unprecedented. They're not refuting anything, though. They're just devils and demons in these high-level political offices. That, as far as the global foreign policy establishment is concerned, is all you need to say. That you're, you're, you're undermining rules-based international order. That's all they need to say. End of discussion. Notice that they don't actually engage with the substance of President Trump's arguments at all. We hear these criticisms from, from the pompous pearl clutchers of the international elite. These include... World leaders with their bland communiques carefully crafted by time-serving bureaucrats who think they really run the show. Also, arrogant and unaccountable corporate stooges who run globalist multilateral institutions like the International Monetary Fund and the European Union. And self-regarding after-dinner pontificators of, of the Washington think tank circuit who float snootily over real-world catastrophes engendered by their ideology without ever acknowledging that it may, be even, that it may have even the slightest defect. And gullible commentators and journalists who unquestionably lap up all the self-serving elitist pablum while presenting themselves as fearless pursuers of truth. So we have that. He walked out. He, he, he left early. He, wa he basically walked out, left early, and, you know, now he's in a tweet storm with Trudeau, I guess, or whatever. Trudeau's got no He doesn't have a leg to stand on. He's a, he's a total devil. And then we get to this. Um, Metro Atlanta sex trafficking sting rescues 160 children. 
Now, I'm not reporting on all of these every time I'm, I'm up here. I've, I've got to, like, prioritize. But this is just a couple things that just broke, like, in the last week. A sting of sex trafficking trade in the metro Atlanta uh, area netted dozens of arrests and rescue of dozens of children forced into sexual servitude. The FBI announced this week operation now you could say yeah but the fbi is all corrupt no they're not not everybody in all law enforcement agencies are corrupt they're good guys in the agencies and they're bad guys people like george soros and hillary clinton and their devil ilk have been doing everything they could to make sure that all of these in governmental institutions are saturated with some of the worst most devil scum they can get in there but that doesn't mean that they all are okay so Operation Safe Summer was a collaborative effort between FBI's Atlanta field office and 38, all, 38 law enforcement agencies in six metro counties. These are crimes of special concern to law enforcement generally because the victims are so vulnerable as children and because the, the offenders could be from just about any walk of life, from a gang member all the way up to someone who is highly successful and wealthy. The sting ended with nearly 160 children rescued, including one as young as three years old and nearly 150 arrests, convictions, or sentences officials said. So praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. Then we have this. Child porn sting hits Disney World, Legoland, and local Boy Scout parent. An undercover child pornography sting operation in Polk County, Florida, resulted in 11 arrests and 660 felony charges. Uh, it was announced Tuesday morning. Among those arrested as part of Operation Guardians of Innocence 2 were a Disney World employee imagine that disney and now if you've never seen my study in disney just can't disney did about an 11 part study on the wickedness of disney lock stock and barrel um a disney world employee a lego land builder and a form a former teacher and a 16 year old student so if you want to click on that i'm just kind of rapid firing here uh related stories ruth bader ginsburg of the supreme court trying to destroy you and lower the age of consent to 12 man I don't even have time to get into all that, but there's a link here, and I think I'm putting it out in my newsletter as well. That is some, boy, that, that lady is pure, stinking evil. And again, this would be a good specific person on the Supreme Court to pray against, that her wickedness does not prosper. Just like that, the, the, the psalm that I got into at the, very, at the very, very start of it, because a lot of it would apply to somebody like Ruth Bader Ginsburg in Psalm, in psalm 35 there, you know. Um, I mean... These people, we do not want them prospering in their wickedness. They are vessels of Satan. And then the next report, um, but I'm not going to, this is just a title. Planned Parenthood knowingly helps child sex traffickers. They, they give you right into, they, they, they show you, I listened to, to um, one of the videos, and I've heard these before, where they're in there sitting with the lady, and she's telling them all the ways to get around the Planned Parenthood worker, all the ways to get around, like, bringing underage girls in for abortions and the things you need to say and the things they need to say because if you don't say it right then we're supposedly have to report it we don't want to do that it's because we want to do as many abortions as possible and kill as many babies as possible and we want to help the child sex traffickers and we want those babies so we can sell them for body parts and stuff like this and then have sacrifices to satan so they're going to give you the, the down low and all the inside information if they think that you're one of them so there's a link to that. And then Liz Crokin just released a, uh, uh, well, it was on the 5th, June 5th, child sex trafficking updates. A whole bunch of just child, some of it we're getting in today with what's going on in Tucson, Arizona, but other stuff that 
you know, she's really good. She, she gets into a lot of different stuff, and she's been doing it a long time. I mean, she's somebody you'd really want to pray for, God's protection. I'm not sure if she's saved, but pray that she gets saved too. Because um, she's doing God's work, whether she knows it or not. Because what she's getting into, man, exposing these devils. Ooh, okay, so then we get into, um, let me see how, yeah. We have this, massive crowds gather to hear Gert Wilders demand Tommy Robinson release. Massive crowds, and we covered Tommy Robinson, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Massive crowds turn out in London on Saturday to rally for the free speech and hear Dutch firebrand Gert Wilders demand the release of Tommy Robinson from prison. He said, quote, Tommy is in jail while the British state looked the other way for years when thousands and thousands of English children and girls were brutally raped by these grooming gangs. And again, they target the white girls. They've been told to target the white girls. The Muslims have been. And they're all more than willing and happy to do it. Target them, kill them. Evidently, Tommy Robbins owned like a tanning bed salon or something and he was right next to this Muslim shop and he saw all these these children, I, I guess, get, being trafficked in and out of the shop and then I guess he found out that they were literally grinding the ones that they were killing, they were grinding them up as sausage in the this Muslim shop and they all thought it was hilarious that they were actually feeding, um, selling the little ground-up girls that they had killed as sausage to... Yeah, that's, is, that's Islam. That's Islam. It's a great example of Islam. The, the religion of peace, love, and tolerance. And he got fed up with it. So he's, he became an activist and started... And then now he's public enemy number one. Literally shows up at a court thing, not saying hardly anything, just covering a story and gets thrown in jail for whatever a year and they're in the, you know so that that hopefully that they they he gets in there and he'll be dead soon that's what that was the plan got into all this a couple weeks ago the wicked corrupt judge that threw him in there had basically a five minute trial sentence judge jury executioner sentenced to like a year whatever it was But meanwhile, English children and girls who, who Tommy Robinson is trying to um, help, they're being brutally raped by those grimy gangs and being ground up as sausage and, and um, sold into child sex trafficking and every other wicked thing, you gang raped by these devil Muslims and then probably sold to a lot of the high-level elite pedophile handlers. Because, see, they're doing something very useful for the elite pedophiles, the Muslims, because they can supply them, you know, these girls. Gert Wilders goes on to say, they were your daughters, the daughters of the brave Tommies, the daughters of the hardworking and decent people of Britain. But for years and years, the police, the politicians, the prosecutors did nothing. Just like they're doing out of Tucson, Arizona right now. Just like our government's doing nothing so much of the time on, on so many different levels to not stop this problem. Now, I know I just talked about some good things there, but not in, it's not enough. It's not enough when you have open borders. It's not enough when you're bringing Muslims in. More needs to be done. It's not enough when the border patrol is being told to stand down. And so many levels of our law enforcement. It's not enough when they're covering up all the, all the um, rape statistics of the illegal aliens coming in. Disproportionate. Raping our girls and boys. It's all covered up in the papers. I've covered that before too. I'm just, I mean, this is just a little tiny bit. Now it all needs to come out in the light. 
the light of Jesus Christ needs to just sanitize all of this garbage, this wickedness. And that's what I'm fighting for. Jesus talks about let your light so shine before men and to occupy till I come and to be a good soldier for Jesus Christ. All biblical tenets there. You know, and to protect and fight for the innocent and those that can't protect themselves and the widows and the orphans and things of this nature. The most vulnerable, the unborn babies in the womb and things of this nature. I think those things would be the nearest and dearest to God's heart without any kind of financial agenda attached to it. Without any, like, oh, I'm going to get rich off this or whatever. Or I'm going to make a name for myself and, and, and get all these accolades and have all these men praising me. Which you're going to see a lot of that what that those are all things they could care less about in tucson arizona it's all things i could care less about too now i'm not saying that means because i'm so wonderful or perfect i'm just saying i just don't care about it i want to see these children get set free and saved at the earliest possible age and jesus healed them and the women that this has happened to and in in the in the um the boys and you know, all of the people that have been affected by all this garbage. I want to see the wicked driven out so that they cannot work more wickedness and hurt more innocent people. So he goes on to say, so for years and years, the police, the politicians, the prosecutors did nothing and looked the other way. They refused to listen to the victims. They arrested fathers who tried to liberate their daughters. They left children in the hands of those gangs. Ugh. But Tommy, my friends, Tommy acted. Tommy didn't look in the other direction. He refused to ignore the problem. He gave voice to millions of Britons who were abandoned by the authorities. And when Tommy protested, the same authorities could not be fast enough to jail him and gag the media. Total media shutdown. It's a stinking police state over there. It's it's turning into a, just a Muslim police state, politically correct police state. That's what they want. So I ask you, do you want Britain or Saudi Arabia, my friends? It was not Tommy who was breaching the peace. It was your government who was breaching the peace, he declared. And we cannot and will not accept it any longer. We want freedom, and it is our duty to speak out against rape, against these Muslim grooming gangs, against Sharia law, against barbarianism, and we demand the release of Tommy Robinson. So we stand here in full solidarity with Tommy because, like him, we are sick and tired of being silenced. And I tell you today, we have a message for all the government of the world, and our message is we will not be silenced. We will not be intimidated and we will tell the government we are not afraid of you. We will never surrender. We will stand strong and do our duty. We will defend our civilization and we will protect our people. And I tell you to the governments, you can throw us in jail, but you will never defeat us because my friends, for every Tommy whom you imprison, thousands will rise up. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we need. Now, we need the Christians with that mindset, you know, because apart from God, you know, you, you, you can't fight these types of battles, obviously, properly, okay? You just can't do it. Um, all right, now I'm going to go ahead and end part one here because now we're going to start to go into the, the, 
the real meat of this teaching, which is why I was talking about what's going on in, in um, Arizona. And I'm going to give you a lot of background on this because there's a lot of people out there wanting to try to discredit this already. And it's no wonder because of what's going on down there. So I'll end part one and see you in part two. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.